Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. We're back again with more content for you guys. I hope you've had a great week so far. I'm with my two lovely co-hosts, as usual, Connor and GT. What's up, boys? Hey, oh, hey, oh, What is good? What's going on? <laughs> are, we, are we doing good? Yeah, doing good. My my folks are moving out in the next few weeks, so I've just been helping with that. So that's mm. it's a little a little emotional, you know. Mom's leaving the first time in like thirty years, so I'm gonna miss her. But wow, it's, it's good for them. They're going to Brunswick, Georgia, between Savannah and Jacksonville. So moving my my coast. stepdad just yeah, the moon of the coast. They wanted to get in that that beach time while they could. And my stepdad is excited, so just helping them move. So that's what's been going on with me. What about you guys? GT. Hectic, but we making it, baby. We making it happen. Yes, sir. So much. Got baseball, travel balls kicking up, plan all these jobs. Just got to, you know, make it a priority and make it applying to jobs is a job. So, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been fun. I applied to, I think, five, six, like five. Yeah, like five six places today so i'm trying to just fire them out and keep it going so I know. business release stuff or what yeah so it's just a couple business things also just you know some of them are sports some of them are more business like just seeing like how i feel with different interviews and talking with people so just seeing kind of feel playing the field a little bit yeah yeah good for you bro well, I don't... shit man if well, you need anybody to look at your resume, I'm happy to look it over. I was in HR and recruiting, so I know how to make a good resume. If you oh, that's want true. Advice. So just uh, say less. I might. What about you, Tanner? What's going on, dog? Yeah. What about you, Tanner? Yeah. Well, um, I'm getting pretty excited because uh, let's see. From Wednesday, this Wednesday, I will have one week left of work, and then from this Sunday, I'll have one week of work. So. Okay, I have two two weeks of work left, a little under that for both jobs. And so that yeah. is exciting. And my motivation for now is just to get through those two jobs. And then really right around then, right before then is is Cameron's graduation. And then mm-hmm. the following weekend is my, my sister and her boyfriend's graduation. Mm-hmm. And so nice. I'm just super proud of the three of them. And, you know, I remember how I felt two years ago when I graduated which actually was two years ago today from Damn. Snapchat memories. Yeah, two years ago today, Happy I graduated from Auburn. Ma'am. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I think it's already been two years, bro, but yep. super excited for them. And then, you know, the, the summer begins a few weeks off before grad school starts, a vacation with you fellas lined up. And really, dude, after these two weeks, like, I, I'm just, I'm going to have fun. I'm, I'm going to have a good time, enjoy shit, take a step back and yeah. really get into the headspace for grad school. So I'm, I'm super stoked, but I got um, the hot take of the day, boys. Okay. Hit. Time okay. flies way faster. The older you get, but the younger you are, time does not fly. It's not a hot take. That's the truth, man. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. I don't know who I. You, you, you're right, man. I can't believe it's fucking May already, dude. We're almost at yeah, five months into the new year, and hell, it was just New Year. <laughs> yeah, you're telling yeah, me it's, it's going by like crazy, bro. I'm glad to hear everyone's doing well. I I want to hop into this topic real quick. Yeah, it's not gonna be real quick actually, because we're gonna take our time with this topic, and we're gonna give you guys some quality content. 
Yeah, exactly. Mistakes and forgiveness. So kind of talking about our personal mistakes. How do we forgive ourselves? Mm. How our view of our own mistakes have changed from teenage years to now? What are some mistakes that have come back and been you in the rear and you wish you could take back? And how some people are either grudge holders and some people are forgive and forget kind of people and much more in this episode. So I want to go ahead and get into this episode, fellas, for the first question I have for us to open the floor. It's kind of an open-ended question, but it's a it's a good one to start with. What has forgiveness taught you in the last few years? Yeah. Man. That's, that's tricky. It, it is tricky because we always talk about different like walks of life and different forgiveness within different situations. Because it's kind of funny. People can be in similar situations, but not everything's the exact same. In the past few years, learning to help mentally, forgiving myself for being hard on myself and forgiving those people who I was mad at for a lot of things. You can't hold on to something for too long because I think it'll start to eat you alive. And I don't think that's very healthy. And that's my personal view, you know. But then understanding why someone did something, to be like, okay, like forgiveness is more acceptable. What about you guys? I mean, all three of us have pretty interesting lives, I would think so. There's actually a lot of things that go into this answer, but... To pretty much summarize it is that now I realize that, or within the last few years, I realized that people are meant to come and go in my life. Whereas before I had almost tried to retain everyone that was in my life, which means I would almost forgive them too much. And then to add to that, the other side of flip coin is that I've also come to realize and accept people for who they are more than before where if someone did something that bothered me or went against my own personality slash, let's say, morals, I used to get so upset and flustered over that, whereas now over the years, maybe I'm different, but also at the same time, everyone is unique in their own way. That doesn't mean that they are less. That doesn't mean that when they fuck up, I should be more upset with them. Yeah, And it goes on and on and on. So I would just say on the flip side, I've also learned to forgive people almost more in a way because you know, everyone's different in their own way. And just because they go against something that I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion and people are going to be who they are. You can't change them. So just accept people for who they are, forgive them and, and move on to an extent. But we'll get into that. Amen. You, Connor? Amen. That's oh, so amen. I, I'm glad you went first. N not really because like I didn't know what I wanted to say. I mean, you, you summarized like <laughs> m my perspective very well, which is something I've gone through. I was I was always very forgiving. I always happened to a fault with people that I probably shouldn't have been super forgiving to because admittedly I've been screwed over a lot. And so now yeah. I, I've been dealing with like trust issues and stuff like that because I was too forgiving and I let that happen to myself. So I'm a little more guarded than I used to be. And so I, I don't, sometimes it's harder for me to forgive people because I'm just like really wary about protecting myself. That's been a more recent thing in the past couple of years, but now I've tried to be more accepting of what other people are going through, not through my own lens, like you were saying, Tanner. And, and that's yeah. something that 
my, my whole family, like we kind of struggle with, but I definitely struggle with it because a lot of people used to come to me like for advice in my family to talk about stuff. A lot of my friends used to come to me for advice. And it's not that people don't come to me. I would give advice from my own perspective rather than trying to, yeah, rather than trying to understand their perspective, which makes it easier to forgive when you practice empathy. And I know, and it's not like I never had empathy, but like, I never, I never really understood the whole, I guess, really truly understand people's perspectives by taking out my ego from it completely. And it's a hard thing to do. It's, you have to practice that like quite a bit, but it's, it's rewarding to do. So yeah, Tanner, I completely relate to yours, but GT, I mean, I think we all have our own journey with it and we all can relate to trying to practice better forgiveness for the people we care about. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's kind of two different things where two different sides. You can be a forgive and forget, or you can be a grudge holder. And it sounded like you were all like forgive and forget, but now it's kind of like you do hold some things, but at the same time, you're learning to fully accept it and forgive. Where do you put yourself on that scale? Is it like situational? I mean, I feel like for me, yeah, I mean, you kind of said it, but like I've all, I'm, I'm naturally a forgive and forget kind of person. And I think if I'm comparing myself to other people where I grew up and other people in my family, everybody in my family is a grudge holder. So I always rebelled against that. I kind of just rebel. I, I don't know why I was always kind of rebellious. And so I just, I always hated that because they would hold grudges and not talk to each other for like 10 years. And I always thought that was fucking ridiculous. Like we're family. And, and, and granted there's, there's some things that'll happen. I know that are really hard to forget, really hard to forgive. You know, I get that, but I mean, it's also, we were family and they just held grudges the whole time. So as I've gotten older, kind of like you said, GT, I, I probably hold grudges more than I used to. And it's just because I'm more protective of myself. So it makes it easier for me to be protective when I hold on to something. But I know at the end of the day that I will have to let it go because I don't, <clears throat> I don't like to hold on to the negative emotions and feelings associated with it. But yeah, I would say I lean more towards forgive and forget, but I hold grudges situationally, kind of like you said, depending on how I feel like it affected me. Although with myself, it's completely different. I hold grudges against myself so bad. It's awful. What about you, Tanner? That's actually a question I've never really asked myself. I really, really thought about if I'm a grudge holder, forgive and forget. I feel like, okay, I'm. I guess I can be a stubborn person. There, I said it. You're never going to hear me say it again. Hey, fuck someone record that. Hey, fuck Xbox. both of you. I'm so <laughs> fuck glad you guys. we post these episodes weekly. Oh, man. <laughs> fuck you oh, guys. It's really nice to hear that. Okay. Yes. But at the same time, dude, like, there's these non-negotiables that I have with myself where I do not need to forgive and forget you. And... Part of it is my morals or things that I think are very important. And if you are someone that is important in my life, I feel like I need to have that in common with you or else that's going to end bad. And if something does come up like that, where I'm supposed to forgive and forget you, but I can't because it just goes against my my grain and I have, su have such strong views and a strong personality. But I think 95% of times since I just said that I've become more empathetic and forgiving or empathetic and understanding of people. I'm definitely more so of a forgive and forget person. But if if you do a repetitive thing and I keep forgiving and quote unquote forgetting over and over again, th there's going to come a point where I'm, you know, done. 
Because at the same time, yeah. you keep forgiving people over and over again. They think it's acceptable. Yeah. And as you get older, you realize that you don't need all these people in your life. And if someone completely disregards you and keeps kind of walking all over you, then I'm at a point where I don't, I'm not holding a grudge. I just don't need you in my life anymore. That that's it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a balance. I, okay. Honestly, it's a balance, but initially I would say 95% of the time it's forgive and forget. If, yeah. I, no, I totally relate with both you guys. You know, I, when I was younger, I was one of those where, I think I would be, I would tend to lean more towards the forgive and forget. And that's just something where I think it was more of just not wanting to accept something sometimes, but you know, as you grow older, sometimes you need to accept things because it is reality. It is what it is. Like I said earlier, more times than not, you know, I try to give people the benefit of doubt but if it becomes like a habit or it's repeated, then all right, I'll cut you off like karate. You brought up being hard on yourself and I, I'm I'm very hard on myself and that's where my forgiveness and my mistakes come from, my habits with that. And you talked about it was because when you were a kid you were so hard on yourself. I was always naturally hard on myself too, but you know, the expectations that I had from my older brother, my dad too, I definitely felt like the weight of when I made mistakes. I knew when I made a mistake and I was already hard on myself. And that's why I'm so hard on myself. But for a lot of people, it's different. You know, it, it could be their childhood. It could be some kind of trauma that they develop. Why do you guys think people are so hard on themselves, especially in their 20s? Is it a common factor? Is it situational? Is it because we compare ourselves to people and so we're hard on ourselves? I mean, what, what do you guys think are some of the biggest reasons? I think you've named quite a few, you know, I think, mm. you know, the one that immediately pops up is when we're kids, we try to compare. I know for me personally, I was so hard on myself because of my parents, because also mm. seeing like my mom was a graduate of Purdue and then she went to grad school at Vanderbilt. So it's not like my mom's stupid. It feels like added pressure. But they always expect a lot of you. So, okay. but, you know, sometimes I appreciate them because what if they didn't? What about you, Tanner? That's a hard question. I don't like answering this one because I am extremely hard on myself and I don't like talking about this about myself. We okay, get thank you. Everything that is today. what? What? No way. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. <laughs> Bring it. Bring Bye, it back. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Reel them back in. He's got the rod. All right, all right. I get Buddy. it. I get it. You know, maybe I'm being honest now. Maybe I'm being honest now. Good. You know, you don't. You know what it is for me, and this is just a. I don't know when the first time I heard this or when it hit me, but my perspective on it, and the reason why I'm so hard on myself, is because I get this one shot, and I don't know. Ever since I heard that, and I only get one shot. And I can do whatever I want to do. I can make this life whatever I want to make of it. Th that has always stuck with me. And that is a big reason why I am so hard on myself is because wow. I, I just want to make the most out of this thing called life. And if I am only getting this one chance and I'm only getting older and older each day, I need to, pardon me, wants to work harder and harder each day to to get to what, I don't know, 
but by golly, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to be a constant learner. I'm going to keep evolving myself and becoming the best version of myself every day. And, and so that hunger, which is part of the reason why I have this hunger inside me to always succeed, aim for the moon, whatever. It's because fuck it. Why not? The worst case is I fail. Well, at least I'm, I'm busted trying to become also, the best me or do the best that I can. Yeah. And I'm, I'm learning, but, but you know, I'm, I get this one chance. So why not make the most of it? And so when I fall oh, yeah. short, I get really hard on myself and it's definitely the, the, uh, it's not the chip on the shoulder. Like I need approval from other people or I wasn't loved as a kid. And now I'm trying to get my parents approval or anything, but it is partially of like, you know, I hold myself to this high standard and people know I hold myself to this high standard. So now it's like go time. Not that I have people counting on me, but I feel like in my mind, there are people counting on me. Does that make sense as well? I don't know no, if you guys I relate to absolutely, like, even, if absolutely. even if it's like your siblings, it, it, it's that simple. Like, fuck man, I'm, I'm, I'm Tatum's older brother. And now I have my, my two other sisters, you know, Carly and Casey, I gotta be the best me for them. I gotta show them xyz show them you know whatever yeah. any motivation whatever so it's like trying to be an example for others but really the main thing is the, the what i first mentioned sorry to rant but that's oh, good. that's oh, what man. i got I, I i like what you i like what you said man i love it. it and that's the only time you're going to hear me talk about that kind of shit because i don't really say why i am who i am but i feel like that's honestly a pretty good summary of why i, I have the work ethic at times it's hard to be vulnerable about that kind of stuff, man. I get what about it. you, Connor? When I was younger, I was always told I was a good good kid. I always had a lot of love and support from my mom. And there was like strains with a divorce and stuff with my family. And I was always looking for approval from people because I'm, I'm a very sensitive, empathetic person. And so I always felt like people were better than me. And then when I tried to do stuff on my own, I would make a lot of mistakes. And so, or I felt like they were mistakes. But and like I said, people who are close to me let me know that I make those mistakes often, right? So then I just built this internal dialogue of I can't fuck up anymore, you know. Couple that with this like absurd expectation that I need to be good to everybody that I meet, nice to everybody that I meet, and make a positive impact on every single person's life that I meet. I it just it started rebounding into this cycle where it, it was it's been impossible to reach basically. And recently I've been trying to break it and that's, it's hard for me because I think it's just an instinct that I, I developed and I don't want to get rid of it completely because I, I want to be positive and be there for people and be a good thing in this world and offer something unique that nobody else can. But it's kind of hard because I can't do it if I'm like drowning, you know, I yeah. can't do it if I am not actually giving my all. And I'm just like doing it just to do it rather than actually feeling like doing it. And, you know, you got to do stuff that you don't feel sometimes, but I just, I mean, I would be like downright miserable, but I would go out and try to help the crowd of people even when I wasn't ready to. And that's, you got to make that sacrifice. I put too much of myself into it. So I'm so hard on myself because of all these different factors that I feel like that I have to meet. Um, and now I just have an impossibly high standard for myself. And it's a hard thing to crack. So I, I can relate with you, Tanner, for sure. I, I always like to hear your perspective on it. And GT, you too, of course. But Tanner, since I've known you a little longer and hearing what you've talked about about this, it's like, I can relate to that. And I your advice has definitely resonated with me to not be so fucking hard on myself. So would you say that or those are some of the mistakes they've come back and they've been you in the rear? I still vividly remember there was one time in elementary school 
when we had this money system in school and we always got money if we were doing good deeds and following the rules. And I wanted money for something I don't remember. And I was sitting at a desk in a classroom and there was money in there that somebody left. And I took the money from there because I thought that the desks were unoccupied, but they weren't. They would belong to the people whose homerooms it were. So I took money out of somebody's desk. And I, didn't I didn't know it belonged to anybody, but all the te there were three teachers that had a talk with me about me stealing and how awful it was and how I should be ashamed of myself. And <laughs> I was in fifth grade Ooh. and I still remember that. Like, that's how sensitive I am. I still remember that I have never stolen anything since then, even as like a prank in high school, like, oh yeah, we should steal the stop sign. I felt bad that because of that fucking talk, you know, whenever somebody had to talk with me about this, it wasn't just a gloss over. I took it seriously because I always felt like I was in the wrong, you know? And then when I stopped thinking about stuff for me, that's when I make mistakes. And so I always felt like I had to overthink everything and anxiously consider every decision I made. Cause if I didn't, I was going to make a fucking mistake was going to be let known about it and people were going to give me shit about it. I know that's going to happen and I'm going to make mistakes and people should hold me accountable, but I didn't want to do that or deal with that because I hate making mistakes. But now I'm getting older and I'm like, no, I can handle it and I need to be able to handle it and have conversations with people. So glad yep. I never did that. And that's not me trying to say I'm better. All right, let's get that out of the way. We'll get to me. Hell. All right, Tanner, what about you? You know, there's some mistakes no go for it you go first I mean, you already got it i would say just some mistakes have come back being ignorant dude just not thinking as much like just i don't know just kind of like letting things happen and just not really understanding a whole lot i acted differently or i didn't act the way i should have but you know everything happens for a reason but i think i could have saved myself some embarrassment in some things. Yeah, those some some things will let's say haunt you or definitely set you straight from there on out. Mine was I'm not gonna say who or what it was, but when I was in middle school, this was the first time I was really told a a not so great secret or a secret that definitely should not be shared. And Tanner shared with the wrong person. And next thing you know, a lot of people knew of this secret about this someone. And I remember when I guess someone approached her and asked her if this rumor about her was true or whatever. And I remember she looked at me from across the room and just a look on her face of defeat, betrayal, and mm. sadness. And I still vaguely remember that memory. And from then on out, like just knowing how it affected her. I mean, it's like middle school, you know, all these fake rumors and blah, blah, blah. were going around about everyone. That's middle school, right? But I just know at least in that one day, she felt terrible because she trusted me. And I betrayed her trust and told one person. I only told one person, but you the know, that's, one wrong person. It's like wildfire. That that's people. Right. And then next thing you know, 30 people know. But uh, so that really bother me to my core that like I hurt someone that much. So from then on out, I became an extremely trustworthy person. You tell me something, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to tell anyone, not a soul. So that one really fucked with me. It made me feel like a piece We've of shit. There, so man. yeah, that's, I can relate yeah. to that yeah, one. That one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was no, no, but I was really hard on myself for that. But 
I kind of briefly touched on this. And like I admitted earlier, I'm very hard on myself and uh, get very upset with myself when I make a mistake. So what is your advice to others like me? And as Connor's mentioned, and GT to a degree as well, what is your advice to others like me who struggle with forgiving ourselves and pushing past our mistakes? Don't, don't avoid them. Mm. Don't run from them. Don't. You, you're, you're not going to be able to forget them until you confront them first. If you try to avoid it because you're scared of it, you're scared of the consequences, you're scared of like, you know, what your brain's going to tell you about yourself. Like, I get that. You know, if you really feel like you made a mistake about something and your brain's like, oh, you're a piece of shit, doesn't actually mean you're a piece of shit. It's just maybe you're just feeling really emotional, you know, and so you just feel really bad. It doesn't mean that that's true, right? Yeah. But if you avoid it and try to go, no, it's not that bad. I don't need to worry about this. It's it's going to grow and it's going to fester and you are not going to be able to deal with it. And you're going to hold on to you're going to hold on to a grudge with yourself that can last lifetimes for people. So don't don't run from your mistakes. Just own up to them as quickly as you can and be as honest with yourself as you can about your own mistakes. That's the best way to get through it. I, I love that so much because. I think for me and advice that helped me out was why hold on to things and waste time with that instead of moving past it, learning from it, but only making it into a positive to better your life and better your understanding and knowledge and, you know, down the line with everything. Time is precious. You can't go back. That's something that I know we've all heard mm -hmm. so many times in our life. You can't go back and you can't change it. So it's better to just yep. as uncomfortable and as much as it sucks and you don't want to have to face it, the faster you're accepting of what's happened and you can face it head on, it saves that hurt or that regret or for whatever you want to, word you want to use later on, you dealt with it already. Yeah. Great advice for you too. The only thing I will add, and I completely agree with both of you, is that something that I've come to realize in the last few years, and I'm sure it's an obvious thing to you, is that the way you treat yourself is pretty much the way that you will treat other people in your life. If you hold yourself to an extremely high standard, get very disappointed with yourself, very hard on yourself and hold grudges with yourself, I will say 95% of the people who do that with themselves will have the same personality trait when it comes to other people in their life. Mm -hmm. If you treat yourself like shit, you're probably going to treat other people in your life poorly. The list goes on and on and on. So if you are one who is very hard on themselves and don't learn how to move past your own mistakes and, and become better from them, people will constantly disappoint you. You will get extremely frustrated with people. You will have a poor relationship with people because you do not have the empathetic ability to forgive people as time passes. So just keep that in mind. <clears throat> the way you treat yourself is possibly the way you'll treat others. So you need to just have that in the back of your mind. And if you're at a point where you're realizing that you're being way too hard on yourself, you just need to learn, like 
the two of you said is is learn to channel that energy elsewhere, move on, learn from it, and keep on grinding. Because if you ponder on every mistake that happens in life, you're not going to progress ever. Well, gentlemen, I mean, honestly, this was a a really cool and honestly vulnerable episode. This was a lot more personal than I actually initially thought it would be, but that was a good one. I'm sure the viewers and listeners appreciate that as well. And I know this is extremely, extremely relatable. A lot of the topics where we're talking about self-reflection and everything, those tend to resonate a lot more with people because every single person deals with this on a, yeah, everyone talks about it, deals with it, whatever. So mistakes and forgiveness another episode down of the let's talk 20s podcast for the instagram use the referral link in our instagram page bio for better help if you or someone else may need some online therapy and i hope you guys had a great week and a great rest of your week before we go i will also say that this by the time this releases we would have surpassed or be near the one-year anniversary of this podcast may 9th of 2022 was when the first episode released so thank you to everyone from day one up until now who has listened and watched to our reels our posts our you know videos it it means a lot i hope you guys like the content we're going to continue content and from here on out it's only uphill so love you guys have a great rest of your week and until the next one uh peace